0: All right. And welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do? where we talk about professional standards, committee cases, and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is Jim Camarada from KW in Minnesota. Hey, Jim.
1: Hello, Jen. How are you doing?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Fantastic.
0: (laughs) What case do you have for us today? Oh,
1: it's kind of an interesting one. Um,
0: Interesting is always an interesting word in itself. (laughs)
1: you may look at it and say, well, duh. Yeah. So (laughs) here's the case. Uh, Real estate agent lists a house. It's kind of a vintage house. That's a nice wife saying it's old.
0: It's old. Got it. Yeah.
1: So listed it, got it under contract. Uh, Home inspection revealed uh, to the buyer that uh, there were issues with the furnace. It was old, it was leaking carbon monoxide. Oh, that's not good. You know, it really should be addressed, replaced, whatever. Okay. So buyer said, eh, you know, unless the seller's gonna do something about it, I'll pass. So, wow,
0: that's cancelled. Okay.
1: And um, so the listing agent went back to the seller and explained, we've got a we've got a material fact here. This 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 furnace is dangerous and it should be repaired or replaced. And the seller said, nope, not gonna do it. And I do not want you to disclose that. Okay. To which the listing agent said, that is something that I cannot live with. That is- Except
0: that, who was it? uh, We fought about something similar to this before, at least we did on the regular podcast.
1: Yeah, but it's an unlawful instruction because it's a material fact which must be disclosed. I guess
0: we're gonna discuss what is a material fact. Okay,
1: and so seller said, "Nope, uh, you you cannot disclose this problem," and the agent said,
0: "Did they agree that it was a problem?"
1: Oh, he had the the full report. You know, was leaking. But the report is from
0: the inspector, not from an HVAC person. Correct
1: was recommended to get the HV uh,
0: person. person
1: out there and basically confirm the same thing. So the seller said, nope, I'm not gonna deal with it. I'm not going to reveal it. Uh, I don't want you to. And the listing agent said, then we're done. I cannot represent you uh, and follow that uh, that guideline.
0: Okay.
1: So about uh, oh, three months later or so, uh, the original listing agent discovers that it the house is back on the market.
0: Okay. So, hmm,
1: I wonder if the seller addressed that uh, that condition with the furnace. <laughs> no, of course not. So he called up <laughs> the new listing agent and said, hey. No. You know, uh, so was the, uh, the furnace problem taken care of? And the listing agent said, well, what furnace problem are you talking about? Well, was it fixed? Was it replaced? Was it repaired? I don't know what you're talking about. So, I had a conversation with the seller who said the same thing. Um, You know, I'm not dealing with it. I don't want you to reveal it. And, you know, I'm not sure that at this
0: point we actually know anything's wrong, right? Because I guess that would be my biggest question. How do we know something is wrong? Did a licensed person go there and say something is wrong?
1: It was leaking carbon monoxide.
0: According to, to the inspector uh, or to the HVAC person?
1: Uh, Replacement because unacceptable levels of carbon monoxide were being emitted.
0: And okay, so from his and then his recommendation is to get a heating and cooling person out there. This is, see, it's a little bit gray for me because it is. is.
1: It is, and that's why I always follow up and say, all right, let's get an HVAC person in there.
0: But if the seller doesn't allow it, then you're back to...
1: Allegedly, you know, there could be a problem.
0: Yeah, were they living there?
1: Yeah, they're allegedly living there. So
0: they could die. Yeah, they could. They didn't care. Yeah. Because there are some... Inspectors are not licensed heating and cooling people normally. That's or licensed electricians or whatever, right? That's why they don't generally comment about. They say get further information from a person who knows, like who's a specialist, right? They're like a general practitioner, and they're yep. saying,
1: Yep, yep. They're looking, you know, get a roofer, get an electrician, get a plumber. Right. Get an so, HF person. Our,
0: is our question then, is this a material fact? What's her?
1: Yeah. And in my definition of a material fact, it is something that is known that if I knew that, would I proceed with the purchase or not? So it's kind of a pivotal piece of information as to whether I would proceed or not. Now, that would be up to me if I got that information. I could live with it or I could- Well,
0: did the disclosures, so then you're saying like the disclosures then disclosed, they didn't disclose anything. They said everything was fine. And truly, as far as the seller knows, he it sounds like he believes everything is fine, or unless he said, no, I know it's not fine and I don't care.
1: Um and the seller disagreed and instructed the agent not to say anything about the furnace to other potential buyers.
0: See, if I if I was the seller. I would have a heating and cooling person come out there and check it, right? Because if it is leaking carbon monoxide, like that's a problem. The fact that he didn't wanna do it, I don't think admits fault. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't think it admits fault because that's how it worked, like, right? You have the right not to. And I just think just because the inspector said that that was happening, I don't think that that necessarily means it's true either.
1: Correct. And that's why, if I were representing the buyer, I would then go back to the listing agent and say, My buyer client would like the seller to have an HVAC person uh, service it, or my buyer client to
0: go. I would in say, Yeah, to service and it, it. And then they'll have, yeah, have other things that are come up on it. Yeah. I, I don't, I, dis, I disagree that it's a material fact, I think.
1: Well, it gets more interesting because the seller is just irate and claim that agent number one yeah. violated his confidence and confidential information.
0: It, yeah. And sh- okay. All right. So what did he what did he say about that? Like what is that code? Do
1: you want to proceed or do you is, want to take a break? Is it time for more-
0: take a break? Okay. We'll take a break. Let me tell you about a couple of our partners. Um one is coach John Kitchens, who's my coach, who we talked about often. And a lot of people are reaching out saying that um, they want to build their business. They may or may not want a team, but they, they want to grow and make more money. And so one of the things that he's providing us is a free clarity report. So this clarity report, as you know, like in real estate, there's all these uh, squirrels. Is that what we're calling them? Distractions. So, what the Clarity Report does, you can go to coachcodeclarity.com, download the free report. It will help you figure out exactly what your plan is and the best way to move forward. So go to coachcodeclarity.com for this free uh worksheet. And then also cyberbacker. So cyberbacker is a virtual assistant when you know you need help. Um we recommend ha- hiring a virtual assistant first because it will—they'll get your processes in place. They'll take everything off your plate you don't want to do. Monica and I have had ours for over a year, and that's cyberbacker.com. Input Fight Club for a free gift. So get clear, get shit off your plate you shouldn't be doing, and let's move on. <laughs> um, you have
1: okay. Words, so you're so. <laughs>
0: I know the delivery get off
1: your plate. You should get shit <laughs>
0: off your plate. They shouldn't be doing instead of distracting yourself and not generating leads. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So what did he say? What was his?
1: Okay. The seller was alleging that uh, the confidential information piece of the relationship was violated and never should have said anything or interfered with the other agent. So okay. the hearing panel disagreed and said, um, Uh, we have, we realtors have an obligation to preserve confidential information gained in the course of our relationship, of course, but standard practice 1-9 specifically provides that latent material defects are not considered confidential information and therefore not in violation. So if you want me to read, because I know you. Yeah, I do. Okay, Jim, what is it? 1-9 1-9 is, is fairly long, but the last sentence says information concerning latent material defects is not considered confidential information under this code of ethics. So
0: that doesn't define.
1: Uh, oh, there's a whole long definition.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, okay. So
1: 1-9. it's a big paragraph. Okay. Let's the the specifics so
0: okay so yeah so a latent defect can't be easily observed which this is is the case right like it can't be easily observed i feel like so she was just calling the other agent just to put the seller on blast about this well, furnace
1: just curious you know did he did the seller fix it or replace did she it? have a buyer just See, I think, guys.
0: I think like it's kind of a great, this is a very gray area and it's, and I'm interested to hear what other people think well, while I don't disagree with her. I also don't disagree with him. I think that she was calling to start a fight. And I think her intention, if she did not have a buyer that's interested in this property, her intention was malice. It wasn't for the protection. It, I don't know. It just seems like, why would you do that unless you had a buyer?
1: Yeah, and you could also argue, was she interfering with an existing agency relationship? Mm. Mm, so it could go down a number not, of different
0: she? I don't think so. Why no. would that be?
1: She's interfering with a relationship between the listing broker or agent.
0: Oh, right. Because client. they already, yeah. But if her if her view was it's a it's a violation not to disclose. Yeah, you could argue that. You could argue it both ways. But I guess like the question is too, is like, do, if we agree that there's a material defect that the seller will not get information on and will not get further information on, does that automatically assume? I don't know. I just don't think that, I think the inspector could be wrong.
1: Yeah, and that's why I, In my practice, I would investigate that even further.
0: But if the seller said, no, we're not going to investigate it further, would you drop the listing? Uh,
1: Very possibly. Very possibly. Because I don't want the repercussions later that if I had knowledge of it.
0: But you don't. I don't think that the inspection is, to me, I don't think the inspection is considered like knowledge. How many times have you had an inspector say something and then the electrician comes out and it's like, there's no problem. Yeah. Or the furnace the guy comes, out, comes out, out and he's like, there's no problem. I just don't think that their word that they like what they say always gets. To know.
1: Yeah. And that, and that's why it's so important to have the right inspector on your team, somebody that you've got a history with and you know, you can trust their word. Right. Um, so I had one a couple of years ago selected by the uh, buyer client and when I was introduced to this person, her first comments were, Hi, I'm known as the deal breaker. And I'm sitting there going, Ooh. that's <sighs> yeah. So surround yourself with the right people that you know and trust and have been vetted. But I think
0: it brings up a good point. If you have a client that whose values are not in line with yours, yeah. and it this sounds like that's the case here, right? The values of the be. listing agent were not in line with the seller the sell, the listing agent thought it should be disclosed the seller said we don't even know if anything's wrong if the values if your values are not in line with your client do you continue to do business with them
1: and i have terminated relationships with buyers and sellers over the years
0: me too and i yeah. think that's i think that's You're the takeaway that here right it's like you don't have to work with everyone that wants to work with you You Mm -hmm. have to set your standards Mm -hmm. and, and, and also I don't think, I think taking it to the next level and heckling the next realtor is also go prospect. Like, (laughs) don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like
1: Uh, you you could argue that one, uh, you know, until the cows come home, you know, should you, or shouldn't you, uh, she did. And you thought this was
0: a cut and dry case. Now, first of all, Jim, you always know that I argue with you no matter what.
1: Well, that's what makes this interesting. Yeah, know, yes. why, why should people watch this doggone thing?
0: Exactly. Let's argue with Jim Day. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you bringing this case to our attention. It certainly gave us like a lot to think about. If people do have a referral for you in Minnesota or they have a question or whatever, what is the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Okay. I'm in the twin cities. So uh, jim camarada at kw.com or text call six one two. Five six two seven four six one.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Jim.
1: Ciao.